Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast. So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show. Wait, did you watch Renee rap on SNL? I did. Oh my god! I knew you were living the chops. Listen, well, here's the. Th- I'm just like, what? What? She's a North Carolinian. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, I just feel a sense of pride in that. Like, I knew of her, you know, in like the Broadway days, like the early theater yeah. days, and like the Jimmies and stuff, like. It feels uh, there's something satisfying about like everybody finally like coming aboard the Renee rap train now. Totally. Ugh, How do you feel I about all her like um cuz I feel like she's getting kind of she's like polarizing right now for a lot of people. Is she? Why? Cuz I think she's just so um like just real like i think she just really says whatever it is that she's thinking and i think some people it's so fresh like she almost kind of reminds me of billy eilish a little bit just like kind of her hot takes mm-hmm. and i find it refreshing and funny and i think a lot of like older folks are like oh my lord like how why would she ever say anything you know like it's a little like <laughs> oh, i saw I her on yeah I saw her on Andy Cohen and she said, um, or on uh, Watch What Happens Live. And she said, well, I'm ageist. And he was like, sweetie. (laughs) He was like, did you just openly say you're ageist? She was like, yeah, I don't like old people. (laughs) That's funny. You know, her parents are actually older. Well, when I went to go see her in concert, um, I can't believe Bryce, again, if he's listening, he'll he'll know about the Soma. But her parents were Mm. there. They were like in the back near the stage manager's booth or like the sound booth. And he went up to the, we all went up to the parents and he had a conversation with them. And he was like, I'm also from North Carolina. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, leave these poor people alone. But they looked older. I think they might've been in like their late sixties or like early seventies, maybe. Cause she's pretty young. I mean, she's 22. Yeah. It's not my fault. Um, to answer your question. Yeah. I think it's a, it's definitely like, She's pres- she's like debuting her personality. Like she's on like yeah. her first major press junket. And I think she's leaning into this bit of Renee Rapp and the lore of Renee Rapp that is, you know, she's a little boisterous. She's very confident. She yet she kind of she I don't know how to describe it other than saying like she's mother. Like that's there's no other way. Mother. Well, she's <sighs> listen, no matter what you think, she is a fresh person, like just a fresh take on things. And oh, I, yeah. I love that always. And also, I mean, we got to talk about that voice because that's, I mean, that's a big voice, especially in the mix of like, I'm not going to name names, but there are some other girlies who are running around in the industry right now who, let's just say they don't have chops. Mm -hmm. You know, singing may not be their forte, and yet it is their career. Mm -hmm. That's not the case with Miss Rap. She just sounds so good and not a hint of nervousness, which is so, but that's what I'm saying. Like when... You take a kid from, like, the theater world and you throw them into the mix of, like, okay, Hollywood, like, artist kind of thing. It's a success path. We've seen it with Lady yeah. Gaga. We've seen it with Ariana Grande. When are they going to realize the formula works? The kids who have chops on stage, they usually translate well. 
It's funny you say that because watching her on SNL, it's I feel like SNL is such a like Jacob Elordi. I saw him on an interview saying how absolutely nervous he was. And I think it's always super nerve wracking for oh, the sure. musicians and the hosts. But she looked like she, you know, didn't bother her in the slightest. She looks so comfortable. Maybe it's a black box theater. It's like exactly. a 200 seat house. It's like college yeah. level. Like the only thing that would make you nervous is knowing how many people at home are watching. Are watching. But yeah. I think it's maybe easy to forget that when it's just you, 100 people and some cameras. Yeah. She just seemed so like kind of unstoppable up there. It was really nice to watch. Did you watch Olivia Rodrigo's performance when she was on SNL a few weeks back? Was that a few weeks ago? Oh, I don't remember. Man, I can't remember. Um, I love that song. She has All American Bitch. I love that oh, shit. I, that album, I listen to Guts all the time. There's a song, um, what is it? Uh, all the time. I'm grateful all, grateful the, time. all the time. I is it home gr- Homeschool or something? Homeschooled? No, that's not what it's called. But she references something about being homeschooled in it. Hold on, I have. Was to she homeschooled? I didn't even know that. Damn. Um, I like bad idea. Um, oh, ballad of a homeschooled girl. That's what it is. Ballad of a homeschooled, homeschooled girl. girl. That's my favorite song on the album. I don't care what anybody says. That album hits. It's really good. It's and so good. They had a sick marketing campaign for it. I remember when it was dropping, and they had basically branded like half of Los Angeles with like out of home units, billboard units, and oh, it was cool. all like purple, which is I think her signature color for this era, this cycle. Yeah. I don't know. I just dig it. I like it. I like the sound. That felt like a breath of fresh air. Just like a different kind of sound. Yes. In the pop world for a second, something that's a little edgier, something that brought me back to my Paramore roots. My Paramore roots, honey. Speaking of Paramore. What? Ghosts. Was that the word you picked? Yeah. I actually hit re- I hit the run it <laughs> button and it popped up and I'm like, Paramore, paranormal, ghosts. Ghosts. It's ghosts, baby. Ghosts. ghosts. <sighs> First experience with a ghost. Go. <laughs> when I was five, remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I go, I go, you remember? When I was five. <laughs> Yes, that's creepy ass time. Well, it was right after my aunt Lorraine, my great aunt Lorraine had died. Um, and we went to St. James Church to go light a candle for her in the back of the church. And I had turned around and I still remember it to this day, seeing like a shadow, a shadowy figure of a woman in what I thought was a veil walking down the center aisle of the church, almost like a bride. And I screamed out loud to yell like, hi. And I was screaming. My mom was like, you can't scream in a church, honey, even though no one was in there. And I was like, mm-hmm. but there's the lady. And I turned back and I saw this figure turn into like one of the aisles, like one of the, like where the pews were. And she was like, it was like she was walking down a set of stairs until she disappeared. <sighs> that is so, there's something also about a bride figure as a ghost that like has been associated now for a long time that like the really woman in white yeah the woman in white yeah. on the back road it's yeah it's very much there's yeah. something about like for some reason when they depict like female ghosts in lore or legend it's usually like a scorned woman who was like she was a bride who was pushed off a cliff or she was a mother whose yeah. children were burned like it's very like la la llorona like that kind of thing like the like, woman in white what is that yeah, I don't know what that is. Because, like, um, what are the male ghosts that are coming out of the woodworks? Like, it's always a scorned woman, <laughs> and then it's just, like, some Joe Schmo with his thumb up his ass. <laughs> like, I want some story. I want some lore. 
if that is not the funniest thing I've (laughs) (laughs) just thinking about the male ghost archetype is a (laughs) Joe Dirt with his thumb up his ass. Like they just they have no backstory ever. They're boring as I'm sorry, boring as shit. Flop ghosts. Yeah, that's it. This ghost is in his flop era. Most male ghosts are in their flop era. Hot take. Like, can oh, you think of any God. male ghost that, like, you know, okay, the male ghost archetype is usually a scorned, like, male prisoner. You hear that a lot. Ooh, yeah. Haunted or I prisons. think of, like, a pirate, maybe, or, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> original drag. Being a pirate Ori- was original drag. <laughs> you're telling me you're That's walking amazing. around here with one eye and a parrot? One eye. One eye, a parrot, and And some earring. beads in your hair? Come on. And a wig, baby. And That's a, wi- a wig. Yeah, a full-on wig. A wig. It's like, you've got to be joking, bitch. And you're singing Yo-Ho, oh A Pirate's God. Life for Me, honey. You know what's so funny? I have been saying to myself now, like, I'll have these little sayings, like, that I'll think when somebody does something silly. Mine recently, even though I've never seen Euphoria, is, bitch, you better be joking. You've never seen Euphoria? How sick is that that I've never seen Euphoria? Why? Like, I have Wait, can you explain it. why? I don't know. what For the creepers, I, I, tell us why. I don't know why, y'all. I need to watch it. I know I would love it. I don't know why I haven't watched it. It's it's very overwhelming. I can understand if that's like maybe your resistance to it. Like it's a lot. It's a heavy story to take in. I feel like it was one of those things where I like felt like I missed the boat, and I was like, oh god, I'm gonna have to go back so far. And I understand get back that. Into it. That that was me with Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. I've never watched Game of Thrones. <gasps> and you know what? Who had the last laugh in that? Because guess what happened. The final season came out and everybody wanted to die because it was so fucking bad. So bad. Yeah. So they invested like, years of their lives waiting for this climax that was then just like a slap in the face for everybody except for us because we were watching Roni. <laughs> I was going to say that's the real tea is I was always if somebody said to me brand new award winning television or the same piece of shit reality show you've been watching for 12 years or part I'm three to the season 10 reunion of real housewives of new york I'm a it's, a it. I'm it's a toss-up it's a toss-up honey i'm gonna pick it oh, oh god those so are ghosts. those women are ghosts to ghosts. me those are my ghosts <laughs> haunted scorned women who roam the streets <laughs> like sonia morgan she's a go- first of all this will kill you, but like I have a theory with my sister. I was like, just okay. I'm like, hear me out. Does Sonia Morgan not kind of look like a hyper femme George Washington? She gives That's a funny. She well, <laughs> a little like founding father. There's something given, about her given face. Given that she married an Adams Morgan, I mean, I mean, mm. uh, Sonia Morgan. Yeah, Adams. Sorry, that just tripped me out because I Adams Morgan is near my neighborhood. I was gonna say I was like, might be. Adams Morgan. I live in Adams Morgan. Yeah. But don't, um, don't go revealing your location, yeah, baby. I, I can't protect you, honey. <laughs> I, I sent you an extinguisher. Back, I can't send back. you a gun. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever seen um, a ghost? I feel like... Or felt a ghost. Maybe not seen, I've but have felt you a felt ghost. a ghost? I've never... I thought I felt a ghost. When I was really little, I was doing... Um, I think I might have talked about this on the podcast, but I was doing a production of... Cinderella and the theater that I grew up working in was modeled after the Ford's theater. So, or same architect. So there's two boxes. Um, okay. And very like colonial looking, like old school. You like, mean it was like bo- just boxes like, in the audience where like. 
or box seats like box. Oh, bo- yeah box seats that's what you're talking like, about yeah. yeah and so like legitimately the exact same like if you like look at ford cedar and you look at where i grew up doing theater there's same exact setup so for this scene it was the the prince is giving a ball mm-hmm. like that scene and i was probably like like 11 years old and my whole bit was that i popped out of the box and i went the prince is giving a ball or whatever and with a friend of mine and now she was like very uh, like, what's the right word? Like somebody that wants to like, like make you scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess just like a prankster or uh, just, I guess like just like like a like a dramatic. Like she was like, oh my god, do you think there's like a ghost up here? Like what you know, it's oh, haunted. Okay. Like try, it's trying, yeah, on yeah. That's a bit, that's a very specific type though. Who like any yes. place they walk in, they're like, do you know the story behind here? Yes. I'm like, 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 I'm like, actually, bitch, that's me. <laughs> Not that I'm like, saying it wait. out loud. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, is this fucking play about us? <laughs> I was like, wait, the basically our dynamic here. But she was, there were all these ghosts at the theater, supposedly. And so she was like, you know, there's like a ghost that's like in the box or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm sitting in the box. I was waiting for her to come in because there was like a little sneaky path that you took up to get into the box. Mm. She wasn't up there yet with me. So I was just early for my cue. And I'm sitting there and I felt (gasps) on the back of my neck like an ice cube is what it felt like. Just the coldest feeling in the entire world. I turned around. I thought it was her. I thought it was her. I thought she was playing a prank on me. Nobody was there. And I remember being so scared. And I was just like, and when she got up there, I was like, I think I felt a ghost. Oh. And I remember her being like, oh my God, tell me everything. I was going to say, she <laughs> ate that shit up. She was lapping that yeah. up. Did you still hit but, your cue on time? Of course. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the prince is giving a ball. And bitch, you were like, bitch. You oh better my God. be joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually scary what do you th- okay so if you had a ghost encounter like let's say at this point in your life is there one that you're particularly fearful of because i have one in my mind that like i hope never happens to me i don't ever want to see the ghost of like uh like a child i think that would really really freak <gasps> me out oh god there's a, I don't know if this is it maybe it's insidious or sinister. Oh the, the god, movie. insidious. <sighs> I'm trying to think of um it's that scene where like the woman is oh this gives me chit. I can't. Is I can't. I know exactly what you're gonna say. What what where she's like walking by the window and sees a little boy dancing. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Shit. No, no, okay, no. What she's is that? oh my I don't know. I'll go, I'll find you the scene, but like I get chills now even thinking about this. This is such an effective like use of horror. And I, I did the behind the scenes on this. They didn't actually hire a child for it. They hired an adult. So the movements are like very specific. She's like walking by this. Oh, oh God. She's walking. I'm I'm crying. She's walking by this window. Stop. And she like peers into her home because she's outside. And she sees inside a little boy with his back towards her, like in, in the living room, in like old timey clothes, in like clothes from the 1800s. And he's like dancing, like this really creepy, like, jolly skip dance to this record which is tiny tim singing tiptoe through the tulip <laughs> no and she walks in and he's not there but like the way he's moving Stu, if i could describe it was so disturbing because it's not <gasps> like a little kid dancing it's like a jerking like unnatural movement that 
fucked me up so bad. I got to write a letter to somebody. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's um like when we talked about like it when he starts doing that little jig at the end. I feel like I'm envisioning that with like a little boy and it's. I'll send you a clip of it. Actually, wait, can I send you a clip now? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, I was God, like, I'm gonna be so freaked out, but yes. Uh, let me see if I. Uh, this, is, I this is like creeper porn. I'm about to react to a real time <laughs> horror movie. Hold on, boy dancing. I think it's the movie. Sin- there is a movie called Sinister, right? Oh no, it, it's Insidious. Sorry, it's Insidious. Oh God, Insidious. One of our other words. The crap out of me. Oh God, what I thought you were gonna reference was when he goes into. Is it like the closet and there's all those like bride looking like mannequins everywhere and then the Ooh. real thing is like in there? Oh, that movie is so foul. I that movie is so foul. I can't rancid. Freaks. Rancid oh. is what it is. Rancid. Also, um, the brilliant thing about that movie that I think is why it's so rancid and foul is <laughs> why it's when so they rancid. And foul. <laughs> <laughs> When that director, I guess, was making it, decided to put it in that like sepia, like kind of just like you feel like you're like ill watching it, like the color yeah. palette is like ill. Oh, God. It's so effective. They do such a good job. I found the clip. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. I am. Oh, I don't want to watch this. It. Okay. Uh, Creepers, the shit I'm all due for y'all. Oh. And we love you for it, Bybee. Creepers, I'll put this up on Reddit or something so you can also shit your pants. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, hold on. <sighs> Let me know when it starts playing. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's playing. Insidious. Tiptoe. Oh, God. It's not even like a jump scare. <laughs> oh, God. Can you hear it? <gasps> Slightly, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I hate that that song already. It's bad. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> uh, do you know what I'm talking and about? She looks that little so boy. Ill. Yes, yes. <gasps> oh god! Is that the little kid that you're afraid to see, like that type of ghost? Yeah. Because yes, if I saw that's, that, that's it. That's it. I could tell you one thing: you wouldn't see me again. No, not in that state. No. Not in that oh state. Oh my god! Oh my god! With his like little newsboy cap on. Ew, oh my god! I know. The only person oh. I'm allowing in my home in a newsboy cap is Jeremy Jordan singing Santa Fe, <laughs> and there's just no way around it. Wait. Speaking of Jeremy, this is um what? quite a gear shift, but I need your take on this because we talk about him all the time. Jeremy Allen White. I hung out with somebody yesterday that said. That Jeremy Allen White is so ugly that he's hot. <laughs> Who said this? I I won't disclose because I don't want I don't want them to fear your wrath if you ever meet them. Okay, well, it's just not true. It's is not he, true, is right? He, he, no, it's it's not true because I feel like I know the type of person that they're like referring to. But he is unconventionally yeah. hot. But he is hot. They were they were kind of saying that like he looks like <laughs> sort of like frog like. 
People just have, okay, he just has a big nose and people really have to get over the big nose thing. That's not, yeah. he, you know what? I can't even get into like defending this. I know, I know, I know. Because I'm, go I'm, I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. You'll be a ghost. <laughs> I will just like eviscerate because like I just disagree. But also yeah. I have the prior context of watching him on Shameless. So like I have, I fe- almost feel like I know him, but only because I know the character Lip. But that makes a big difference for me. Mm-hmm. Because Lip is, his whole thing is like, he's like, you know, like there with Fiona kind of holding down the fort with like the family. And again, this is the other thing too of like the brains to brawn kind of thing. Because he was yeah. always like, Lip is known for being like a wicked smart kid who's in like a bad home life situation. And then as he just gets older and like gets to college age, he just gets ripped. I'm destroyed. Physically destroyed by that. <laughs> what would you do if you met him? Oh, well, first I'd have to cock my head down because he's about 4'11". So I'm oh, about yeah, six yeah, feet yeah. tall. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's, the, it's the thing. Like, don't meet your heroes because they're most likely short. Um, mm-hmm. Is there somebody you would be starstruck to meet like that? Like, do you think oh, like God. there's someone if you um, met them, you would actually freeze up hard? It's funny because it would have to be somebody that I would feel like is intimidating. Like when I watch them in interviews, because like my first person that came to mind was like Emma Stone because I just am obsessed with her. I love her. Mm -hmm. But she seems so friendly and like cool. And she would not make you feel uncomfortable. She she would make make you feel feel uncomfortable. I swear to God, if I met like Harrison Ford or something, I would be like, I don't know what to say to you. Like, I'm going to cry because I don't know what to say. Yeah, something that has like long time like lore with your family, especially like stars that your parents liked when you were growing up or mm-hmm. like in movies that you watched as a kid. That has like real impact. Like almost like if I if I met like Marnie from Halloween Town, that would be such a weird experience. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. But it's that kind of feeling though. I think I mean, obviously, if I met somebody like a Beyonce, like I would freeze up hard, but it's actually even deeper than that. It's the people that I have the closest parasocial relationships with on like podcasts <laughs> like if i met trixie and Katia, oh my god same <gasps> frozen 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 pissing on the ground apologizing ghost ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now you're freaking me out because that that video yeah and i'm like i keep looking oh. in my like kitch- kitchen right now because you know how my apartment's set up i'm like out in this little like alcove area and i just keep looking out into the rest of my apartment i know it's very i mean the thing is here's the good news if ghosts could hurt us they would have done it a long time ago Mm -hmm. they would have done it a very long time ago like we've like there have been so many people who have been horrifically wrong throughout history if the ghosts could come back and take revenge i think they would have done it so yeah it just sounds like they're popping up to like share the space which references back to our previous episode about roommates Sometimes you'd rather room with a ghost than with your actual roommate. Okay. Have you ever ghosted somebody? All the time. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to think. I think I did it maybe a couple times, like when I was dating in New York, because it was just like, this is not it. Like, there's just no point in us even trying to well, go some, out on a second date. Sometimes you have to... It's it's not even about you being a bad person. There are some times where you have to set a boundary to kind of protect your own peace. Like I have certainly gotten yeah. into situations where I've been in like unnecessary conversations with guys that are like a little delusional about like what we are after meeting mm. once. And mm-hmm. that's a person 
who I do need to ghost, if, if anything, for my own safety. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, totally. How many people have you ghosted in your full life? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I think I have such guilt that ghosting is like. Guilt? It's I, texting. It's just texting. Sometimes know, it's like, hey, sometimes conversations go on, sometimes they don't. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not that girl that's like, oh, I'm just trying to be nice. Like, that's not me. Like, but I think it's, I, I feel like if, I go out with somebody or in the past, like I've gone out with somebody and, you know, they invited me and they paid for everything, whatever, Mm -hmm. that I sort of feel like I owe it to them to be like, you know what? I had a nice time, but it's just it's I don't I'm not feeling this. Um, But that's Mm -mm. how do you do that delicately? And also not like the male ego is so fragile (laughs) that it's like I don't maybe it is just better to ghost. Well, Make, no, I mean, it's definitely, you're doing that, the thing that is more adult, is more mature, for sure. But you certainly do pay people because you pay them your time. You paid them mm, your time mm-hmm. and it didn't work out or it wasn't the right fit for whatever reason. But nobody owes anybody anything, certainly not yeah. an explanation after one date. And yeah. if you don't get it as the recipient who's left kind of on the other line, you should probably take the hint that maybe there was something off. Have you ever been stood up? Just curious. God, I must have been. Um, I'm talking about ghosts from the past. <laughs> Let's dig up <laughs> yeah, your literally. ghosts, honey. <laughs> yeah, my ghost. Um, stood up. Um, I, you know, the one that's popping into my mind, I had met the person before and uh, was going out on a second date with them. I was running late. I had told this person I was running late and they left. And I got there and they didn't tell me that they were leaving because I was running late. And so I got oh. there and I was like, Oh, shoot. (laughs) Like they, I was even, okay, listen, I was late. Like I was 15, 20 minutes late. But I mean, I had said like the train is stuck, the whatever. And this person was just like not having it. (laughs) And they were like, bye. Damn. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cold, actually. Very cold. But you know what? They said, I'm protecting my peace and my time. That's That's what they said. That's right. They said, F this girl. This stupid. That's right. And I said, well, then that's just it was not meant to be on purpose because back then I think I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I was gonna be late. So <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but I mean, that's yeah. a different scenario. I got stood up twice in one week <gasps> a couple years ago. That was a dark experience. I think I have a picture that I took of myself the second time I realized I was getting stood up. And I'm like holding a glass of wine to my face to chill my face, and I'm crying. <laughs> Stop. Had you met the person? So you had never met the person before, though. Mm-mm. Twice, two separate dates, stood up one week, days apart, right around Valentine's Day, day before my birthday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let's just say it was me and a tub of ice cream. <laughs> and a box of wine that night. I was just saying, and a nice chilled glass of Sav, Sav Blanc. Oh, what I wouldn't give. I mean, at that point, I, know, that I, w- I nice. wish I was I was haunted by a ghost just so I had a little company. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, okay, question for you. If you, okay, let's say you were going to buy a home, right? Like you, you like worked really hard, you made a bunch of money to save and you found this home. I'm talking like beautiful, beautiful investment property. But- the realtor said, you know, I have to disclose this to you because the, the price of the home is like substantially under market value. And it's not that there's any damage to the home. And the realtor said, there was a very graphic incident in this home. 
there was an entire family that was murdered. And I have to disclose that to you legally, but also just between us because this is a big investment for you. I should also say that there are some rumors. I don't know if you believe this, if this is a part of your religion or your personal belief system. There are rumors of experiences in the home. Hauntings. Would you still buy that home? You know, I think I would because I am one of my big beliefs is that like you kind of attract what you put out there. And so I would try very hard not to like put out an energy that was like taunting with the thing or like wanting to like mess around with it. So like if that was an energy in the home, I would kind of just I think I could probably. <laughs> now, as I'm saying this, I'm like, just you say they it out don't loud. care. This is what you said. <laughs> this is care. what you said. You go, <laughs> you know, honestly, I think if I went in, they would leave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think if I if I moved in, they'd say our work here is done. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, not this bitch. Not this. <laughs> I mean, it would kind of be worth it. You know, maybe that's actually the secret way to home ownership for millennials and Gen Z. We have to seek out homes where like horrible things have happened so yeah. we can get good deals on them. In California, or at least Los Angeles, they have to disclose it to you. I think if within the last five years a murder took place in the home. Oh. There is something really dark about that though. Like like that I because I in the same vein believe that like I don't know I do believe that there's like something that happens to us after we die I don't know what it is but I do believe that like there is some sort of energy that's left behind or like something that yeah that freaks me out I I used to say the same thing but I've also had a situation with my actual home like back in my home state where like we were there for 10 years and then realized like bad things had happened in the home and I was like, oh, shoot, probably in my room, too. Yeah. And I was like, but, but that was all like, it was all knowledge based because I was like, well, I haven't had any experiences ever. So well, why would things change? What, like what I was saying in my first thing when I said they would, where you were like, they just leave, um, <laughs> is that you sort of like attract what it is that you like think about and you give your energy to. So like if you're okay, sitting yeah. there thinking like, oh my God, this terrible thing happened and it's going to come for me, <laughs> then it will come for you, I think. But if you kind of are just like chill about it and you think positively or you kind of protect yourself from it, and it, but still like you're not like arrogant and you're not like not acknowledging that that thing happened, but you're not letting it like rule you, then I think that you can kind of exist peacefully with like maybe if there is spirit is a real thing that is around you. Speaking of spirit, you know who I've seen so many billboards for in Los Angeles this week. I don't know if something's going on or she's doing a live show here, but you know who. Long Island Medium. Oh, Teresa Caputo. She is out and about. Uh, Does anyone here have a father figure? Look for a father figure. Okay, I'm getting like a J name. Do you you know a male in your life with a J? Like, it's just, (laughs) it's actually crazy how quickly I think I'd be able to do that. It's so fun. Well, this is the perfect time for her to have like a renaissance because it's like mob wife aesthetic is a whole thing now. Oh yeah. Duck nails are coming back in. Like it's it's a whole it's a whole vibe that's like spinning out from the crevices of our reality. I can't and I'm like going back and watching the Sopranos. Like I'm on Oh, it's so good. I, it's so I know. fucking good. I've watched I've watched it before, like the first couple of seasons, but like did I just not... got an Amazon package. Thanks, Jeff. Stop. <laughs> 
It's Thanks, Jeff and a damn cake, and y'all are going to go out on a date tonight. <laughs> Don't even tempt me with fantasies like that. Come on. Come on. What I wouldn't do to be on that yacht with Stop. that big brain. <laughs> Stop it. I'm stopping. I'm sorry. <laughs> I you think it's my prescription, too. It's my finasteride, my like hair loss prevention. Stop. <laughs> what, in what world do you need hair loss prevention? Baby, let me tell you something. I'm going to freeze myself in my 20s, okay? <laughs> what you see now, it's not changing. It, like, I, I've been on finasteride literally since I was 24, 23. What? I got but all my friends have- on it, too. Does it actually help your hair like grow thicker or you're just on it? No, 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 no. It's preventative. So what finasteride does is it's a DHT blocker, which is the protein that I think causes you to lose your hair. So basically I take it as like a daily supplement or a vitamin is how I think of it to suppress DHT in my system. So Mm. where my hairline's at is going to stay for as long as I take it. (laughs) You said if I die at... 89 my ghost will look 29 there's not a scenario where that's not true unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> it's just the I reality was actually, i was thinking about you today because i woke up this morning and i felt like i saw like really clocked for the first time on myself like wrinkles a little bit like laugh lines <gasps> and i was thinking today i was like oh my god so i was in blue mercury scouring the best eye cream on the market. I tried every single freaking serum. <laughs> I was like, which one do I need? Do you wear sunscreen? Baby, we've had this conversation. Have that we? I to- that I told you I don't wear it every day and you about put me in the grave. I'm just saying, you can spend all the money in the world on skincare products, baby, but the number one, even if you buy from the Dollar Tree, the number one best for age prevention, sunscreen. I know. And with all the running I do, I've got oh, to be better about it. Have you it. heard of runner's face? Runner's face is a thing that's known in like the dermatology world because like oh, people God. who run <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's God, just it's oh, about God. it's like a combination of like sun exposure, but also like you tend to like lose fat in your face like very quickly if you're a runner. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, baby, like maybe the Peloton is something we'll switch to at some point. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm okay. Gonna... Here's the thing. You're young and beautiful and you don't, you say you have wrinkles. I, I know you, you don't. So <laughs> this is all I, cutesy and whatnot, but prevention just is Just like key. fine lines, fine lines. But <laughs> no, I do wear a baseball cap like pretty much every time I run. But like today I definitely didn't wear sunscreen because it's cold and I don't associate the sun being out. And I know that's wrong. It's even worse. It's even I know. worse. <gasps> it's about UV rays, baby. I know. Oh, I mean, you got to do what I do and just get laser, honestly. Yeah. If you want like really effective skincare, like something that like is going to be good bang for your buck, you just get laser and just keep getting it. The, okay, wait, the laser is to help with like fine lines or it's just basically how do we how do we bring this back to ghosts? <laughs> we're just pretending like we are ghosts at this point. Could you imagine if you were stuck with if someone was stuck with us in a purgatory and just like the endless conversations <laughs> be subjected to? <laughs> we were talking about Jeremy Allen White at one point where we, like, you said he looks like a frog. And I said, if you had to buy a home where a family was killed. And now we're talking about lasering off fine lines. 
You're telling me and, we don't need medication? You're telling me a thing or two? <laughs> creepers are like, I'm, I'm going to be a bitch and just shut off the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Lasers, um, so it's the way I can describe it, what I get done is basically controlled burning of the skin. They basically burn off the top layer of your skin, but it's so controlled and so even that your skin's not going to scar or anything. And mm-hmm. then you keep it hydrated. You keep it with like Vaseline on it or some kind of like a protectant for like a week. The skin that surfaces, it's like brand new. It's so, so... good. It's I'm talking like age spots, sunspots, freckles, like it's gone, baby. It's fresh skin. But baby, how many layers do we have? I guess it just, just regenerates. It just keeps regenerating. That's what you want. <laughs> you want to burn off the layers of your skin. It's like, oh, I guess we got to make new skin. We can't just like keep this leather out in the sun anymore. We've got to make new skin. <laughs> Except, you know, I have the opposite problem. That's what psoriasis is. My body doesn't know when to stop regenerating skin. Oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, don't take my advice because I don't know how this would... <laughs> I don't know how this would affect psoriasis. <laughs> I become a ghost. I'd actually pass away from laser and psoriasis. <laughs> but for anybody whose skin can tolerate it, like my thick, greasy Italian skin, it is a godsend. But maybe mm. we should tie this back to one final thing about ghosts. Ghost. What is one last thing about spirit? Do you believe there are people who can communicate with the dead? Like Teresa, I mean, I know Teresa Caputo is like a charlatan, but like, do you think there are people who can really do that? I don't okay here's where I like my one like data point I guess I would say is like I think about the people that I was really really close with that have like passed on and like Mm -hmm. there are definitely times where I will be really like in a conundrum or like upset and then the thought of them kind of pops into my head out of nowhere and I've often thought like is that something like is that them trying to say something to me or help me. But I don't know if that's, you know, my imagination or, but I'm saying if the, if it is a real thing, I almost wonder if it's a skill where like real mediums, real people that can talk to the dead, they like practice on that. And they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, what was that? Like, why did I think of them? Or like, and so sometimes I think of it not so much as like a direct line of communication, but like that you practice the skill where you sort of think like the person that's passed on. And so mm. you keep their memory alive in that way. Is it almost like it's a skill where you can step between the worlds more accurately or like or cross like, between them? Yeah. Or like it's, I, I don't even know if I really believe it, it, like the direct line of communication, like they're stepping into different worlds, but I almost feel like people that quote unquote communicate with spirit are just people that are really good, like memory holders and people mm-hmm. that are, empathetic and they can try to think like somebody used to think but i don't know if i necessarily believe you can like commute like when people are like i'm getting your grandmother i'm like are you sure (laughs) like i want to believe that but i'm like girl like how how are you getting her and i'm not can i tell you something yes i I know what you mean. I'm extraordinarily skeptical of most people when they say they're medium, specifically if their forte, their specialty is communicating with the dead. I went with Jack to a, I think I told you about this. It was a seance, a group seance. 
Mm-hmm. And I won't explain the event or like why we were there or anything. I'll keep some of the details private. But when I say it was us in a circle, Jack and I, and then 50 other people who bought tickets to this, and she's leading it. And the way that she went about this was to basically go, okay, I'm getting someone uh who 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 had the mother? Who had who who had the mother? Like it was like almost like a less entertaining Teresa Caputo. And then someone goes, <laughs> I had a mother. <laughs> and she goes, Yes, okay. And what was what was wrong with the chest? I'm getting something with the chest. She goes, Well, she would get colds a lot. Like it they're filling in the gaps, but then she just mm-hmm. has to say, like, literally one thing. <laughs> and she's like, just know that she's at peace and the instantly break down. Everybody was crying, breaking down. And then she like it was just so vague that I was like, there's no way that people can like see this and not see through her. There was this other woman who <laughs> well, she was guiding this. She was like, okay, um, who had the father with a, a B name? She goes, my father's name was Ben. And she and she goes, okay, is there anything you want to ask him? And she goes, well, I'd like to know if he's forgiven me, you know, because I, I married someone he didn't want me to marry, and we had a strained relationship after that. And <laughs> this medium goes, okay, have you forgiven her? He says no. <laughs> he says no. <laughs> Dead. Quite literally, he was—he's oh, dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's also say this about mediums: what a like the messenger always gets killed. <laughs> but being a medium is a dangerous freaking occupation. You're really toying with some like serious emotions with people. <laughs> yeah. Just say like, yeah. does he forgive you? Okay, do you forgive her? For she literally goes, do you forgive her? Okay, no. So he still he doesn't forgive you. He still doesn't forgive you. So just know that there's um. Because she would always try to butt. It was something she's like, just know that there's, you know, a time that will pass where things might be a bit different. So Jack and I kind of know that this woman's like a sham. Jack Mm -hmm. decides to like pull all the focus on him. (laughs) I can't believe he did this in the middle of the sands because we're in like a dark room in this hotel with 50 other people. Jack just goes, ah, and starts screaming. Oh my God. And she freaks out and he was like, I just felt something like on on the back of my neck, like a heaviness, like like something's pressing on me. And it was so loud and jarring that it scared her. She was like, (laughs) okay. She was like, we're closing the the window to the realm. We thank you, spirit, for coming with us today. Like she literally ended the sand. She was so freaked out. Oh my God. I would have loved for her to kept going because then Jack, but Jack was messing with her, right? Yeah, Jack. Was okay. And he just let, but he, she didn't know that. Everybody was like, <gasps> yeah. oh my God. And he was like, there's something like on me, like there's pressure on me. And he's like really leaning into the acting of it. And she's like, we banish all bad energies from this space. Spirit, we hear you. Like it was truly the haunted mansion. And oh I was on the God. ride. Stop. Uh, you have to promise me that at some point we will go to like a tarot card or like a medium or a psychic or something together because even if I'm a skeptic, I still, my mind is always open to that kind of stuff. And I would love to go. With I want you. to believe. Listen, I would love nothing yeah, more. Yeah, me too. If I was, and I know some names in Los Angeles from some good experiences. If I ever find out who they are, creepers, I will tell you too. So you can go see them. But if my dream is to walk in, sit down, and they tell me some deep, intimate, personal thing about my family or history that only I would know. 
That's my dream to find a person like that. Because how do you refute that? Yeah. I, I, I'll save it for another episode, but I did have one experience that I'll never forget. <gasps> oh, maybe we should add mediums and slack to our word. Bank. I know. Well, I think we have the occult, so I could always talk about it if we talked about the occult. And Which I'm like, is. what even is the occult? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's got something to do with that. Yeah, it's something in like the mediumship world. But yeah. maybe we have chatted for, what was our topic again? Ghosts I'm and Jeremy so... Allen White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ghosting this conversation. Creepers, thank you so much for listening to this episode of After Dark. This has been a blast. Sue and I have been yes. on back-to-backs and it has been a trip. But this is our final of the night. So with that, we're just going to say Mikey Quick. Mikey Quick. Mikey, quick, baby. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, guys.